And what we found with our clients is the more education that we can offer around their strategies and structure they're using, the more likely they're gonna stay the course and have that long-term success we're all trying to get. Welcome to the Retirement Cafe with certified financial planners, Dan Reese and Brent Oliver. At our cafe, we believe your retirement plan should be life-giving and custom-made, just like a hot cup of coffee. Here in mid-Michigan, with an office in Jackson, the Retirement Cafe is open for business. Glad to have you on the Retirement Cafe. I'm Ben George alongside Dan Reese and Brent Oliver. They're certified financial planners at Avery Wealth, serving mid-Michigan, and their office is right there in Jackson. And I'm assuming, guys, you guys are kind of getting back into the office uh, a little bit more now, now that things are kind of starting to open up some. Yeah, it seems like it's getting somewhat back to normal overall, and uh, things are starting to open back up in Michigan, and it's good to see, believe me. It, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I don't think anybody loves like everybody to stay at home for you know when it gets into several weeks because everybody gets a little stir-crazy. They sure do. I mean, at least there's more traffic on the road, so I know more people are getting out and about. That's right. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the traffic again. I, yeah, that was one yeah. thing that I've like I've I've really come to appreciate is when I do have to go in the office or have to go somewhere, it's easy, it's smooth, and now I'm starting to see the traffic come back. But it's it's kind of a it's two sided. You want to welcome it back as things are getting back to normal, but also you kind of appreciate the the quiet that we've had over the last uh, couple of months. But I would assume that a lot of clients are probably getting used to the virtual setting, though, right? Do you think you'll incorporate that a little bit more going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think so. There's definitely, there, I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I think good comes out of almost everything. And uh, there's definitely some tools that we've been using that have been really helpful. And uh, I think it's going to be great even for like check-ins and things. If, you know, if we want to schedule a quick online meeting with a client, we've gotten much better at using those tools. And uh, some people really like them. And I, I think there's a lot of uh, advantages to using some of those things. Yeah, it's, they seem to go, uh, those meetings seem to go a little bit quicker sometimes, you know, so we can get a, more accomplished, I think. But, you know, you're missing out on that face-to-face interaction, even though it's on, you know, uh, on a video call, for example. It's not quite the same as being in the same room with somebody. But there's good and bad with everything. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully it just kind of gives more options to people and, and, and kind of let you be a little more efficient in, in your workflow on a day-to-day basis. But you can find out everything on averywealth.com. Also, uh, find a way to set a meeting up, contact them, and, and go ahead and start that process because we're talking about that process today and want to kind of give you some kind of an overview of, of what it looks like working with the team at Avery Wealth and, and kind of what they do with clients in terms of the advisory process. It's a three-part process, right? So we're going to go through each part, but just kind of give me guys just the overview of of what that process is each step before we get into step number one. Yeah, I'll just take a minute to do that. I mean, really, we try to simplify it so that it's understandable for people that we work with. And we've kind of split it into three kind of core areas, which we call design, build, and then protect. And so what we're going to talk about today is the design aspect of it, which is really, you know, putting together what you want to achieve kind of that idea of where are you today, where would you like to be, and what gaps are involved in your current situation. When you get in with the build, that's where we really say, okay, we've got that financial foundation, and then we're going to wa- work through the uh, building your investment plan, building the strategies and concepts that we're going to use to help you achieve those goals that you've uh, set out in the design phase. And then the protect phase is really important because like Brent always talks about, things change every year for everybody. Yeah. And so the protection part of your plan is really making sure that you stay on track, making sure that as things in your life change, you're able to adapt your plan to those things. And also, you know, stay educated because one of the challenges that anyone has with staying 
or having success around money is really being disciplined over long periods of time. And what we've found with our clients is the more education that we can offer around their strategies and structure they're using, the more likely they're going to stay the course and have that long-term success we're all trying to get. Well, that's a great preview of what's to come. Again, this will be a three-part series. We're going to focus each episode on each one of those stages of the process. And today we start with design. So make sure you hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, any of the major platforms, you're going to find the Retirement Cafe there. But hit subscribe so you'll know and be alerted when our next episode is out with part two. But let's focus part one, designing your plan. So Dan and Brent, let's, let's talk step one. What does that look like? How do you begin that process? So, and we talked about this on the last episode, but the, that process starts by finding out, like Dan was just talking about, a, a little bit about where you are today, right? So what is your current status with your finances? How much are you saving? What goals do you have? So, and how close are you to those goals? So it's basically just getting a good idea of everything that you have going around in a lot of key areas that we that we walk through with you. Yeah, and I think what we do because you know one of the challenges that everybody has is getting the conversation started. And you know because if you just said to somebody on the street, "Hey, what are your goals?" <laughs> well, <They> might, <laughs> you don't think those are defined very well, No. <laughs> if I ask my if I ask my 16-year-old son, he's like, "I want to dunk a basketball." Yeah, That's there his you go. goal right there now, you go. right? <laughs> and he's close, but you know the point I'm getting at is that you know you've got to have good questions, right? Brent and I have learned through the years that having really good structured questions to get people thinking about the opportunities out there. You know, because I think sometimes we get caught up when we think about money is we just don't want to fail. You know, we don't really open yeah. up, oh, what could I achieve? Right. And there's a lot of things that people can achieve if they've got the, if they're asked the right questions and they can just think about it for a little while and talk about it. And that's why one of the things that Brent and I think is so important is if you're in a relationship that both parties are there. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if you only have one. Yeah, you know. somebody's needs, wants, and wishes. That's kind of what Dan's going with on that. I mean, our needs are usually pretty well lined up, right? We all know what we need to to survive, mm. right? But those wants and wishes can be different between spouses. And so it really has a, it gives a great opportunity for them to discuss that as we're asking those questions. Yeah, it's really enlightening. It's a lot of fun, actually. I think one of my favorite parts of, of my job, and I think Brent said this before as well, is that design session when you sit down with a family. Because most people never take an hour or two to just sound, sit down and talk about these kinds of things, right? To really yeah, talk about, sure. hey, what are my driving values? You know, when I make decisions around money, what really is important to me from a value standpoint in those decisions? And, you know, and it's good to sometimes husband and wife will even be like, oh, I never really knew you felt that way. Right. And it's, it's funny because they might have been married 30 years, but they never have talked hmm. about those things. Um, and when you get into the goals and you really start laying those things out, you know, you'll get a lot of excitement that people will be like, you know, we really have always dreamt about having a cottage up north. You know, Michigan's a beautiful state. There's a bunch of beautiful lakes up there. We'd love to do that. But, you know, we don't know if we even can. And like Brent and I yeah. always say, it doesn't matter right now whether you can or not. That's not the important yeah. thing. The important thing is let's talk about what is important to you and what you want to achieve. So I, I really enjoy it. So how long does one of those sessions take, the, really the kind of the identifying and, and laying that foundation? How long does that typically take? Is it one meeting? Is it multiple meetings? Yeah, it can depend, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it depends on the circumstances. I mean, usually when someone's in transition, so what I mean by that is if they're close to retirement or something, that might, they might have more definition of what those goals look like 
and there may be more, right? And so, so I would say an hour to an hour and a half is a, is typically about how long. And we're talking about going through, obviously, your current financial situation, as Dan mentioned, your goals and your values, what other important relationships there are to you. So grandkids, children, maybe it's your parents, you know, and kind of understanding are those relationships going to impact your ability to achieve some of the goals, you know, like, is, is it in the horizon that I may have to help a, a parent and things like that. So we want to make sure that we know all those things that can get in the way and can derail, you know, those goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think one of the things too, is that when you think about if somebody, let's say, for example, Ben, you've got a business owner, that might mean you really have two design meetings, right? Okay. Cause yeah. you'd have a design meeting for their own personal you know, goals and situation, then you might have a design meeting for their business, right? Because, you know, as you know, with a business owner, at some point you're going to retire or hopefully anyway, or you might sell that business. You may pass it on to other people in the family. There can be a lot of different things or different outcomes for that business as you get into that retirement phase of your life. And so that could be way too much of a conversation to try to do that within the same, you know, hour, hour and a half as what you do with their own family design session. Okay. That all makes sense. So once you kind of created this profile and you, you understand your client and everybody's on the same page of where you want to get, what happens next in that design uh, phase? Yeah. And I think that's a really important piece. So, you know, we talked about in a prior podcast, like more or less investing outside of a plan. And what we find is that at the first thing, that first step, really developing that financial foundation is really understanding them and understanding that family. Then we get into what we would really call our analysis. We're like, okay, now let's look at everything you're doing. So for example, let's look at your investments and how they're positioned and what types of things you hold in different types of accounts. What types of accounts do you have? What are you funding? You know, where, how is your savings plan look? And then what other strategies have you really, you know, what do you have in place? Because many people have worked with a CPA or they might've worked with another, like a broker or, or other professionals. And so they do have things in place. So that next step really is taking that. And Brent, what are some of the tools we use in that? Well, area? so you're refer are you, are, we're talking about a stress test here, right? So we want to look at what you're currently doing, right? Maybe it's not broken at all. Maybe it's going to help you do what what it is you want to do, and that's great. Like that's but you're seeking that information, so that's something that we want to provide to somebody is give them that peace of mind. So we would look at all those things that Dan just talked about. Where, how are you investing? What types of, of accounts? What are the investments you're holding? Are you tax efficient? All those types of things. And we put that in and say, all right, is this going to work? And if it doesn't, what minor changes or major changes do we need to start to look at? And that comes into the, into the next part of the build. But that's kind of where this goes is we want to look at what are you doing today? And then what can we change? And so there's another one that Dan will talk about is is, uh, is another tool that we're, we're specifically just looking at the investment piece. Yeah, that's our gap analysis. So one of the tools, so if you think about, there's kind of two sides of the coin when you start looking at what they have in place. The first thing is really their investment portfolio, you know, and that's really their financial independence to a great degree. So we use a tool called a gap analysis for that. And that really is designed to pull apart all their investments together, like put everything in, Let's figure out, you know, what's their risk level? What's their expected return? What kind of costs are they dealing with? Are they are they truly diversified or are they maybe not so diversified where they could have some problems if a certain part of the market did poorly for an extended period of time? So there's a lot of different areas that we look at in there to really identify how they're doing from an investment perspective, if I can spit that out. <laughs> and then the other piece of it is really, you know, when we get into stress testing, the 
kind of the strategies that they're using. So there's two different things, right? The investments are one piece, the strategies are the second piece, and seeing are those in alignment. So that's what you always want to think about. Once you've got that financial foundation set with your total client profile, then you want to know are, are your investments in line with that and are the strategies that you're using in line with that and, and to help you achieve your goals. And if they're not, obviously you need to make a change. And if they are, I would say even if they are, there may be ways to do it better. So that's one of the things that people sometimes think, oh, I'm fine. Well, it could be that the strategies you're using are great, but there would be ways still to improve them, maybe from a cost standpoint or different things like that. So you really want to look at everything holistically in that phase. Now, we talked about last episode about you know the, invest, the challenge of investing outside of a plan. To me, it seems like this is kind of that key element of the process to where you really separate yourself because doing this on my own, I, I couldn't figure out where the gaps really were in my my plan. And I definitely couldn't stress test what I have versus other strategies I might be thinking about. So to me, it seems like this is really a, a really key element and a crucial element to this entire process. Yeah, I think one of the things that happens is is that, you know, you want a simple like strategy or structure for, for people because if you don't, if it's too complicated, it's hard to implement, right? But the truth of the matter is this stuff is complicated. There's yeah. a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of little things that you can do to improve your situation. And those little things on their own don't seem like a lot. But when you put them all together, it can make massive differences between having a great amount of success or maybe not having any or very little success. Right, Brent? Yeah, I think um, I like to think of like an army of dollar bills. Right. And so we want them all going at a common goal, right, is to win. And so we don't know what that goal is unless we have this part of the process in place. So when we are designing, we're trying to understand exactly what it is that's really important to you and making sure that then we have all those dollar bills, those army of dollar bills doing their job to get you to that goal. Yeah, a good visual, I think, is um, nowadays we all kind of use navigation in our car. And if you pull up um, a lot of the better, I think, the better apps for doing that, like there's Waze and there's, you know, even Google Maps and some of these. Mm-hmm. When you when you click in a destination, <laughs> it might give you three ways you could go, right? And it'll show you the length of time. And, and one of the things you pick up on a hur- in a hurry is it says, hey, this looks like the best way because they get there the quickest, right? Right. If that's your goal. Yeah. Right. And um, so when you think about what Brent's talking about, everything going in the same direction, that's what you want to visualize is that there are multiple ways to get to different places. But really what you want to do is you want to optimize it so it gives you, gets you there the quickest and in the safest way. Right. right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Makes sense for sure. So you guys have, in this process of, of really designing for a client, you've really figured out their profile, understood what their their goals are. You kind of built that foundation. Then you've gone through the the gap analysis and the stress test. Where do you go from that point? Well, that kind of gets it. Or that gets you into after this. Then, all right, now we understand where you're going, you know, and what gaps are preventing you from getting there. And that's when we'll jump into the next episode. Is where we'll begin to we're going to begin to build that out so that we can help you achieve all that's important to you. Yeah. So you think about that first section, you're kind of spending time with the architect. If we go back to building the house, yeah. you know, in, in, in identifying, like I always think about, I think there's so many similarities with building a house and building a financial plan. One of the things like we we're talking about some of the, the risks in your house plan. Well, 
maybe, you know, hey, as we get older, maybe we got to make sure the washer and dryer are on the main floor. If we put it in the basement, right. that might be a stress test where in different circumstances, your house design might not work very well for you. So then once we get through the architect phase where we laid all that out and got gotten it the way we want it, now, like Brent says, we're moving into that build phase. We're like, okay, we got it figured out, right? Yeah. So now we can go into that build phase and start putting together the pieces to make all that happen. Very nice. Like kind of working with the contractor now. You're starting to pick out your your uh, your different finishes and that type of thing and really working on piecing it all together uh, kind of once you have the plan developed. It makes sense that way. So that's a good way. I think it's a very good analogy and helps a lot of people understand that process. Even if you haven't built a house, I think it's easy to understand how the similarities and why it's important to really get everything in order first off before you take that next step. So we'll do that on the upcoming episodes of the Retirement Cafe. Our next step will be on building that plan out. And then finally, we'll finish up the series with protecting your plan. But this episode, all about designing your plan, that's the first step to their three-part advisory process over at Avery Wealth, which you can learn more about online at averywealth.com. Or you can call Dan and Brent at 517-783-1695. Start that process yourself. And I'm assuming that just begins with a phone call or they can probably connect with you on your website and set up a time to really start that process, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've And part of our process is that we'll uh, set up like a 15-minute phone call and just help you identify where you are right now and if it makes sense to move into that design meeting because everybody's in a different situation and, and sometimes they might not be ready for that, right? So we, we take that first 15-minute call just to kind of see where you are and see if it makes sense to go through that process. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Retirement Cafe. We appreciate it. Hopefully, this gives you a better understanding of how that advisory process begins, and we'll take you through the rest of that process over the next couple episodes. So make sure you hit subscribe for us. So Dan and Brent, I hope you guys uh, take care, stay safe, stay healthy, along with our listeners, and uh, we'll chat with you again soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Thanks. Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you all. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Avery Wealth, Inc. is a registered investment advisory firm.